Hello everybody, welcome back to the Oblivious Podcast. We are now on episode 57. So, right off the bat, we'll delve into how everybody's doing. So, Angel, how are you? I'm doing great. I voted today, so I did my civic duty. Hell yeah. If you are over the age of 18, please vote. Julio, how are you? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Okay. So you're good, I assume? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, well, Julio is not doing good. Angel is doing good. I'm doing just fine. Been chipping away at some work today. All that stuff. I got my GPU a little bit more optimized. I'm hoping that rendering this podcast later is going to prove a tad easier. At least a little, right? So, with that, our next topic, our first topic, really, is going to be a bit of a downer, as will the topic afterwards. But then, it'll pick back up. Kind of. Maybe, depending on y'all's opinions. Um, (laughs) All right. So, our first topic of the evening is Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again. (laughs) Can't wait for 2077. Right. I can't (laughs) wait for it to come out in 2077. Um, The positive here is each delay that it gets is shorter and shorter. So, eventually... You know, so this one was a three-week delay. Eventually, maybe next time they delay it, it'll be a week and a half. And then when they delay it again, it'll be like five days. And then they'll they'll delay it for like two days. And then they'll delay it for like half a day and then a few hours. Um, (laughs) So here's hoping, right? But uh, (laughs) I'd rather have a game be delayed and be extremely polished than be forced out and it be really shitty. Because a shitty game is never good because it always has the shitty reviews. Well, so, I'm at a point, like, we all know the quote, um, with the, you know, a rushed game is forever bad, but a, um, delayed game is eventually good. We know that quote, everybody knows that quote, because Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed three times now. Um, I'm at a point with it where how much is too much? How much infatuation with perfection is overkill? Because... It's getting to a point where you're going to hurt the market and you're going to hurt your game's sales by continuing to delay it, uh, if you ask me. And so eventually you have to wonder, you know, when do you when do you just ship it? Because I guarantee you the game is in a pretty good state already. Um, yeah. They're only adding 21 days. And I'm not saying that games should be rushed or games should be shipped out when they're like, when there are bugs that can be fixed and need to be fixed, but... It's certainly something that, you know, probably should be addressed, right? Um, Angel, what is that behind you? Cat toy. Oh, okay. It looked like a, like a fucking uh, demon hand like, you know, crawling I'm, around on the I'm wall behind you. Sp- I'm waiting for Spaghetti to decide he wants to bother me so I can just, like, attack him with the toy. I was talking yeah, and I just, like... His face. <laughs> it <Yeah>. was... <laughs> It was funny, I was talking and it just started leaving me because I was looking at your camera, I'm like, is that like a fucking demon behind you? Like, oh, what's going on? Jesus Christ. Okay. Wow. I can't believe they specifically chose Angel to attack. Her name's Angel, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, besides me, because I always have something to say about everything, right? What do, you, what do you two think of the delay? Aside from the... 
Aside from the so, uh, the general, like, oh, you know, polishing is good. What do you think about what I said? Polishing is All right. So a good example is hopefully they won't end up turning to Food Fight. Because Food Fight was a movie that was supposed to come out, like, I think, like, early 2000s or something. But got lost or stolen, later got found, and then replayed. Or like, I don't know what they did. They got a bunch of good actors and everyone. And the animation, story, all of it was shit. Have you ever seen Food Fight? I have not. It's like with that creepy 3D animation of like the weird dude, the like he's always jittering and like stuff, and he's like, <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, Food Fight. and the animation was like dog doo doo. Ew! What the fuck is? It's got. Yes, a... it was in like development hell, lost back into development hell, then <laughs> went into like purgatory forever. Yeah, so it was like in the it was like in the seventh level of development hell. <laughs> it went down the nine circles of hell. Yeah. Holy shit, this looks terrible. It's got a 1.3 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, that that's Food Fight. The, the worst 3D animated movie you could find. I like how I just found a good review for it, too. This movie is definitely in a league of its own. I mean, the animation is absolutely brilliant and stunning. It blows my mind how such a masterpiece of feature film could possibly even exist. It defies... The casting crew. It defies what a movie is. What cinema is. This guy's shitting himself. No, Charlie Sheen, Lawrence Kosanoff, Hilary Duff, Eva Longoria, Christoph Lloyd. Okay, so it's not some bad people. Still, I know. Uh, that's what I said. They got some to good actors. Sixty-five stuff, million dollar budget. Oh yeah, the budget was sixty-five million dollars. Holy shit! Why? Yeah, that's what's gonna happen to twenty seventy-seven when when it comes out? <laughs> Holy fuck, dude! But yeah, to circle it back around to the cyberpunk discussion, do you guys think that maybe like trying to be too perfect, trying to be perfect? for this long to, to this many delays is a bit annoying. It is a bit annoying, but I'm sure they have some kind of reason. Like, there might be some horrendous bug that's going on, and they're just trying to fix that one thing that, like, makes the game almost unplayable if it happens. I don't know. I'm not a game developer, so I can't I, tell you. So, I can't imagine that one bug would be preventing. Like, I get what you're saying, though. I... I my thinking on the matter is probably there are quite a few bugs that still need to be patched. And we do have to consider that the game is coming out on a fuck ton of devices. Um, the game is releasing for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, um, PC. And obviously you have to have it optimized for so many different kinds of PCs. And it's also getting a port to Stadia, I believe. Yeah, that's a lot of platforms, and that's a lot of things to make sure you got good and right. Yeah. I bet there's different teams for, like, at least, like, the PC, the Xbox, the PlayStation, and the Stadia. Well, they have entire teams set aside just for translating um, and for do or, and for writing scripts in different languages and doing shit like that. Um, and there were pictures of, like, the entirety of the Cyberpunk 2077 script on, um, like, a table. And the picture, it was the the five there were like five stacks that were about like a few feet high of papers and it was all the script in that game um yeah because it's a huge fucking rpg you know um but 
So there's a lot of, you know, different game mechanics, varying systems, things going on, and yeah, they're probably going to need to bug test the fuck out of it, but the big thing that bugs me is that game scope. Scope is a concept in game development, and I'm not, like, trying to, like, mansplain it, but this is to get a point across. Um, scope is a... <laughs> well, for people who know, I'm trying to not come off condescending, for people who already know. Um... But scope, for those who don't, scope in game development is the concept of before you start a project, you decide as to what is realistic, what you can do with budget and time, this and that, the resources you have, the people you have, all that shit, right? Um, and I feel like when it comes to time, CD Projekt Red severely oversells themselves with scope. And they really have a problem with being too ambitious. Not being too ambitious. They, I love how ambitious they are. But being being too confident with their ambition they we got to keep in mind the first delay for cyberpunk 2077 was almost a year delay um, yeah i remember i've been here like i remember hearing about cyberpunk 2077 a long time ago yeah so the game was announced in 2013 i believe um so seven years ago i think i'm not positive but the game was announced in 2013 um, and it went gold a few months ago, but the, the big problem I have with that is CD Projekt Red is really bad about that. They did that with The Witcher 3 as well. I think The Witcher 3 was, um, was delayed twice and I, I feel like you learn your lesson after that. You decide, okay, let's give the developers a long time to work on this. This is a huge endeavor. So I don't know. And then that brings about the question of the crunch stuff that's going on with that game. Do you know? Do you guys know about that? I do not. Um, there, one of the industry insti uh, insiders, Jason Schreider, he broke a story a few weeks ago about how apparently the developers over at CD Projekt Red have been undergoing very extreme crunch. Um, and so again, again, for those who don't know, crunch in the games industry is when you hunker down on a project and you work overtime like a lot of overtime to finish it uh the last of us 2 had some huge crunch problems we talked about that on the podcast a few months ago um and i'm not one to get offended on the behalf of a worker but i do understand that that's not cool and people companies should not be doing that to their employees because they are humans they are people with families and shit uh apparently the crunch was so bad that a lot of um, emails were sent out to close family members and or, and spouses and people of that sort of get, of the uh, employees at CD Projekt Red apologizing for the lack of them seeing their close uh, these people they're close to. So that's a big problem in the games industry right now, and I'm hoping that that clears up. I've even heard my fucking animation professor talk about it before. It's something that he had to do. He was telling us about a week of his life that he will not forget because he worked maybe 100, 150 hours that week. Um, like sleeping at the office or just not sleeping? Just some, somewhere in between, I'm sure. Um, but it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. But it's definitely it definitely highlights this this highlights do you think the crunch is going to get worse or better with this time this uh, this extended time they have well i hope it like gets better for them but who mm. knows right so 
there is a silver lining that I should note. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 developers, CD Projekt Red developers, um, Jason Schreider also broke that they are getting a substantial bonus for their crunch. The issue is that the crunch is mandatory. You can't say no to it, but you do get a huge bonus. So they're making it worth their time fiscally, but I can't imagine the kind of, like, state a lot of those people are in. Um, but they're all also very passionate about the game. And a lot of them, while there are a good chunk of them that are not happy about the crunch, I'm sure there are also quite a few that are pretty, uh, I guess, okay or indifferent to it because they've been working on this game for seven or more years, at the very least. And they probably really just want to get this fucking thing out. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting topic to delve into, but um, when it comes to the crunch side of things, supposedly, the rumor is that the bonus is a $50,000 stipend. Um, and in Poland, I don't know how much more that is. I don't know what that would be, the like what the US equivalency of that would be, but that definitely, in the US, 50,000 is a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's more than I've ever had. Like, that's more than, like, all my money ever added up. That's more than I've ever had. Well, 50, so $50,000 in the U.S. I don't know how much it is in Poland, right? But $50,000 in the U.S. is higher like, than the average family income. Yeah, that's like a fat middle class. Right, and if you're adding, if they're adding that on top of whatever they're making already, that's pretty good. Um. What's the Polish dollar? Like, I don't know. Called? I guess we'll need to see. Uh, do, 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 do. I think CD Projekt Red is based in Poland. Let me see real fast. CD Projekt Red. Poland. Yes, I was right. Okay. So, Poland dollar to US dollar. Okay. One Poland dollar is 25 cents in US dollars. So, how would we... Do, do, do. Divided by four. Okay, so it's a twelve thousand dollar bonus. That's how much money I earned in twenty nineteen. So, as a bonus, that's not bad then. That's very interesting, huh? Okay. Hmm. Um. Well, neat. So, in, in the range of $12,000, and again, that's still rumored, um, I think it was Jason Schreider who broke that information, but obviously you have to take up the grain of salt. He is, he is a trustable source, though. He has never proven otherwise. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I have much else to throw out there regarding this whole topic. What do y'all think before we move on? Hmm. Not much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Um, Angel, what about you? Before we move on to the Halo discussion, I think I've said my my words. Okay. Okay. Epic. Epic. All right. So our next topic. Yo, you good there, Julio? You stretching? No, I'm stretching. <laughs> okay. So. My back hurts. <laughs> Our mind us too, bro. Our next topic of the evening is um, the Halo Infinite lead uh, lead project director has left in the middle of development. Um, I should That's note not 
that's not a good sign, I know. Um, yeah. I should note that this is the second time that it's happened with this game. Oh, really? Yeah. That's rough. How bad is it? I don't know. You, we, you guys remember the, the gameplay demo of Halo Infinite? You guys judge for yourself whether or not that was bad. Um, something I can definitely point out is... Here's a list. Uh, this was a very interesting point somebody made. They said... Uh, it, he said, other games that had key positions leave in the middle of development. Um, just to give you a frame of reference for like what that might mean for this game. Anthem. Mass Effect. Oh, and, no. Yeah. Mass oh, Effect. No. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Square Enix's Avengers. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ghostwire. It's getting worse. Uh, and Ghostwire Tokyo. That's the only one that we don't know much about because that's not out yet. Um, but, yeah. So, that may not... Jason Schreider also broke this news, by the way. Uh, Halo Infinite director leaving. Uh, Thank you, Jason. Sheesh. For giving us the news. But... Yeah, that's definitely a red flag. The whole... And you said this is the second lead person to leave? Yeah, this is the second the person. Game? Yeah, I think that game is basically fucked. I just... I want to be positive about that game, because they did delay it into next year. I cannot believe that game was supposed to come out this year. That's terrifying. Wow. Who is a really good game... Was it director? Or lead... Does director? Yeah, lead 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 designer, lead director, uh, project lead. There's right. tons of different names. Who's a Get good one? The, the good one. Where's the good? Who's the good one? I don't know. Most people would tell you like uh, I don't know Hideo Kojima. People love him. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Todd Todd Howard to an extent. Todd Howard on Halo Infinite. But those are the only ones that are like celebrity game design uh, leads. Th those are some. Those are some of the few. They're not the only ones. I mean, sorry. Um, but yeah, it. God dang, is there even much to talk about with that? Like Halo Infinite is just a scary game. Like I don't. I don't know how that game is gonna turn out, bro. <laughs> it's rough, bro. Just just make Halo Three, but with better graphics. There you go. That that'll be good. That's already a thing. It isn't? Damn. Halo oh, Master oh, Chief fuck. Collection. Wow. Uh, make better, even better graphics. 2020 oh graphics. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. but aside from that, Angel, what do you think on the thing? I think this game is going to be in a really bad spot, no matter when it comes out, because of the creative lead, like, another one leaving that can't be good for the game that can't be good for the team because they're currently just like probably like in limbo yeah the game's probably i've never in worked state. in game design but I, if like say my boss like left in the middle of a, like unloading a truck for example we would all just be like what do we do like what stuff goes to what store etc right once the leadership position is gone, it's kind of hazy how you're supposed to continue. Um, I think, I think the most alarming thing about this game prior to this director, another director leaving, is that uh, 
a big issue the game had was it just did not feel next gen. You see, uh, and a lot of games really don't right now. The only game that looks, the only game that has yet to come out that looks remotely next gen, I'd argue, is just Cyberpunk. That's the only one. Um, and maybe the medium. The medium's the only other one I could think of, but that's because of the loading screen thing that it does. Uh, but yeah, Watch Dogs looks kind of lame. Watch Dogs Legion. We're gonna get into that later. Don't worry. Oh uh, uh, yeah. But that's a transition in the middle of the time. right. But um. <laughs> oh wait, damn! We, we we're putting. What are we watching? Playing? Why is that in the middle, Zane? Because I always put. <laughs> I always put that in the middle. Um. All right. So to got to digress. Uh. So <laughs> when it comes to the the Halo shit, the other thing that I was gonna say is alarming was. It did not. It doesn't feel next gen, and the reason it doesn't is because it's coming out on all Xboxes. It's going to come out on the lowest common denominator, is what that means. And so they have to develop that game to be able For to. For the lowest common denominator. Right. They have to develop that game to run on the worst console in that family. The original. The original Xbox. The original no. The original Xbox One. Um, oh damn. The one that came out in 2013. I should note. Uh, so that's, that's with that though. Twenty thirteen is when the Xbox One came out. Yep. Damn. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's why the. Old. Yeah. That's why we're on the new generation. It's been seven years, dude. Yeah, but like, I feel like it would have been like closer. Think about it. The PS Six will be coming out. Uh, the PS Six will be coming out in the two thousand twenty six twenty seven range. Mm. Oh, I'm lagging. Everybody, just a moment. Should load back soon. Of course it doesn't. Oh, you, you. You, you, you muted. Yeah, we know. We, uh, I, I know it lagged. I, I was informing the audience that I was lagging. What what were you saying, Julio? I was doing... Uh, uh, oh, okay. And that's when he started talking. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, the game has to be developed for the lowest common denominator, which really holds it back, I'd argue, when it comes to what it can do and what it can be. Because it really, it can't be next-gen if it's going to come out on a PS4. I'm sorry, not a PS4. On a Xbox One. It would not be. If it came out on a PS4, that'd be fucking mind-boggling. Um, but, yeah, you guys get my point. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So. Oh, God. I, I'm hoping that they get a new director. The director takes the, the charge, you know takes the initiative, and the rest of that development is good, but it is definitely in development hell. You can tell. I'm sure the budget's there. I'm sure the stuff, everything is there, but I really think the they have... I mean, yeah, Halo's a really big franchise, but... It's dying, When though. a game goes into development hell, it's really hard to come out of development hell. It's At least from what I've seen. It's not as hard to come out, as devel come out of development hell as hard as it is for the game to still be good after it's been in development hell the yeah, game I mean. right you have to make a lot of sacrifices when when development gets that choppy right so the thing is is it halo infinite really needs to be done right halo infinite can't be a bad game or the halo franchise is not gonna survive uh i know that sounds dramatic but halo 5 was received so poorly so poorly um 
So it would not be good if Halo uh, Infinite continued to disappoint the way Halo 5 did for a lot of people. So, I, I don't know, man. It just That game's got to be good, and not much has made me feel confident in it. I've never been crazy about Halo anyways. It's not really my cup of tea. It's fun, but I don't play much outside of like when a friend wants to play it. But here's hoping that the game comes out of development hell, if it's even in it. It just it, signs are pointing towards it. It's not confirmed as to whether or not right. But obviously, dev teams aren't going to come out and be like, "Yeah, we're in development hell." They don't say that outright. Uh, it's all it's all PR, right? It's all PR talk, you know. Uh, but yeah, not much else to go on there. So before we move on to what we're up to, would we like to add anything? Oh hi, Daisy. I'm gonna take that as a no. Y'all could have said no instead of being dead silent. <laughs> I put my phone down. Ow, ow, ow. But you weren't looking. <laughs> Alright. Ow. Okay, so our next my topic. What's your cat doing? Hurt your cat he, then. He's just finding my thigh is a play thing. So he's trying to jump up my skirt and latch onto my thigh. Oh, that's kinda Okay. Cat said fuck Ugh. it. That cat really said fuck it. Um, okay. <laughs> Got him. So. Look at him. That's a cat. That's why you should slap him, I guess. I don't know. Alright, you guys ready for the next topic? Yes. Alright. You're gonna keep biting your hand. Our next topic of the... I'm making play with my hair. Our next topic of the evening is what are we playing, watching, reading, and or listening to? Starting from the top of the yeah. list, like we do. Angel, what you up to this week? Well, the part of Oklahoma Inn had a major ice storm this week, so I've been at home. As in Tuesday, Wednesday, yesterday, I didn't leave my apartment. Um, I've been drawing, though, because I've been bored drawing. I've been binging all of the Unisonis videos because it's deleted in a week, and I'm really kind of sad about it. <laughs> Okay. I've been prepping my Halloween costume. I'm gonna be a witch. Oh yeah, I gotta get mine ready for tomorrow. I'm excited. To... I don't have a costume. Um, what else have I? Uh, what have I been listening to? I've actually not been listening to anything because I've been watching what? videos. Damn, you out here? <sighs> I know it's weird. I almost always listen to something, but I've just been watching a bunch of videos like. Well, very... I've been playing with my cat. Naturally, naturally. Okay. Well, cool, cool. Uh, Julio, what you up to this week, man? What have I been doing? What have you been doing? What have I been doing? I haven't played anything. Naturally. Have I read anything? No. Worm? What I am doing is... Yeah, no, I'm forcing some other people to listen to the Worm audiobook on Discord. So... I would just get on call, I set up the groovy bot, and then they'll be listening to the Worm audiobook. I'd sue you for emotional distress. <laughs> hey, the people listening actually are into it, so bam. Hmm. <laughs> Converted. Okay. <laughs> Converted. Uh, let's see. I haven't listened to anything new. I don't think I've listened to music at all this week. I don't remember, except for that, that thing you showed me, Zane. It was for the Silent Hill soundtrack thing. Oh, for uh, the Book of Memories. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, El Libro de, de Mi. What did you think of that song? It was pretty cool. I liked pretty, it. Pretty edgy. It's pretty what's edgy. funny about that song is that that's a that's a cover of a song Akira uh, Akira Yamaoka wrote. He he made a cover of his own song. Um, it was it was a cover of one of the main themes in Silent Hill Two, theme of uh sorry not theme of Laura just love song. It was called love song as well. But in Silent Hill Two, it was much more melancholic. Uh, in Book of Memories, they they added like a rock twist to it, which I really liked it for what it was. Love Psalm is one of the most beautiful songs. Um, the original, I it's it's a beautiful song. I definitely recommend listening to that as well. So, oh yeah, I watched The Mandalorian this week thanks to to Zanye. All eight oh, episodes. Yeah, we did that on yes. what yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, me and Julio watched uh, uh, like the first four episodes on Monday or so. And then Angel joined us for the last four episodes. Yay. It was pretty epic. Uh, <laughs> and then... Yeah. But yeah, I'll get into what I'm doing in a minute. Are, are you done, Julio? Um, For what I know, yes. Alright, cool, cool. So this week, it's a pretty natural transition. This week I watched The Mandalorian quite a bit. But last night, I watched Season 2, Episode 1 of The Mandalorian. Or chapter nine and oh it was so good it was that first episode no spoilers of, i won't that first episode of season two was personally for me it was better than any of the episodes of it of it at all so far it, it was like by far my favorite episode of the show now um i adored it it was a little it bridged fan servicey a little bit but at the same time, I don't fucking care. It's so cool. <laughs> did it take place on Tatooine? Yes, but they did so. They did. They did so much more with Tatooine, and they paid off so much more than they ever have in the show so far. It was awesome. It was just every it, other episode back to Tatooine. Right. the 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 whole fucking episode was surreal, dude. It was it was so good. I, I want to get into spoilers next week. We will. What we'll do is because obviously the Mandalorian is going to be a recurring topic for the next eight weeks uh, on the podcast. Yeah. So what we're gonna do when we talk about it is we will not get into spoilers for the episode that just came out, but we absolutely will delve into spoilers for the previous episode. Uh, so next week we will talk about episode one. We'll talk about our thoughts in episode two without giving plot details away, but we'll talk about episode one for sure. So, yeah. Uh, it became a review podcast. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was damn good. It was damn good. I really, really enjoyed it. I was shitting my fucking drawers at the end of it too. So, yeah. Well, I was shitting my drawers throughout the whole thing, but I was shitting my drawers especially at the end. So. Are we going to shit pant today? You guys definitely won't shit your pants as much as I did, naturally, but, uh... Yeah, Zane sees, like, the rare, like, golden version of R2-D2, and he's like, That's from episode 56 of... <laughs> I can't help it, okay? My food's been, at, like, at the same status for 30 minutes now. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but... I don't know, man, okay? I, I pick up on the subtle crap. There was a lot of He's really... He's been like that since he was born. He popped out the womb knowing every Star Wars fact. I yeah. don't know everything about Star Wars, bro, okay? Okay. Name every Jedi. I can't. 
There's no way I could yes, do that. Can. No, I couldn't. There were thousands. Exactly, Zane. You can, though. What the fuck? I could not name all of them, bro. Um, I really couldn't. There were there are several Jedi. If you showed me pictures of them, I would not know their names. I'm going to pull up a picture of a Jedi, and he's going to name it, Raj. Fine, you can try. The only thing in Star Wars, the only thing in Star Wars I can confidently name, no matter what it is, is is ships. I'm fine with that. Like, I can do that absolutely. (laughs) Ships. Yes, the ships are awesome. It's the best part of Star Wars. Shut up. (laughs) But there's there's less ships than than Jedi? (laughs) There's way more ships than Jedi. Um, there's way more named ships than Jedi. There's probably not as many ship variants as there are Jedi, uh, but there's a lot of unnamed Jedi, of course. Uh, I'm still looking for like a picture of something. Let me see. You're free to keep looking. Uh, there were a lot of subtle references in this episode that I really got giddy about, though. It was it was really good. It was a really good time. I watched it with my dad today. We ordered pizza and made a made a deal out of it. It was fun. We enjoyed ourselves. I shit my pants again. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, in terms of other things I've been up to this week, I've just been doing a lot of animating. I have not played a single game this week, and that breaks my heart a little bit. But I've been working instead, right? I've been working on animations. I've been grinding away at that, chasing the bag. But something I have been doing a lot of this week is listening to music. I the same, you know, the same suspects as per usual. I don't think any of you really give a shit, right? But something new that I discovered, the reason I'm talking about this is because I want everybody to give it a try at some point, whether you're listening or whether you're a fellow beautiful host of mine. Um, It is a song that I've discovered today with my good friend Sarah called, and this is creepy, don't worry, I know, 13 Angels Standing Guard Around the Side of Your Bed is what the song is called. And it is very scary. It is a very creepy fucking song, but it is also really calming, and it's almost cathartic. And I can I can I can say and and add another buzzword as many times as I want, but I think I'll just stop and say, give it a listen. It's an experience. So yeah. And and wieners. All right. So- <laughs> All right. I give up on the Jedi thing because I don't I don't really know what I'm trying to look for. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you if you really wanted to stump me like quickly, I'd just look up obscure Jedi and save oh, an obscure, image. Obscure—that's a word. I was looking for random Jedi. Jesus. All right. So. More Jedi. So, are we ready to move on to the next topic of the evening? Yes. All, All right. right. All right, gamers. Let's do this. So. The next topic of the evening. These last two we probably won't spend too much time on because they're things that we aren't as crazy about, but they're big news pieces this week uh, in the games industry. So, the first topic are Watch Dogs Legion's initial impressions. Uh, I know Julio knows what Watch Dogs is. I don't know if you do, Angel, but... I know some about it. I, I've watched my brother play it before. It's like... You're, are you a spy or a bounty hunter or something? You have like a phone. You like steal you're shit. just you're just a hacker. Right. The first game, yeah. The first game, you were like, I think you were looking for your daughter, or or something. That's Silent Hill. <laughs> no, you're the first game, the first Watchdog, 
it was either like revenge for his daughter's death or yeah i think it was that one is like he's just one hacker trying to beat some bad guy that that i think killed his family and tried to assassinate him the second game you're part of a hacking like group like against the the the, the man against the system and then in the third game you're the entire city of london <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. my yeah. brother watched I watched my brother play two. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you just hack things. I'm not gonna go through user reviews because I don't think Watch Dogs Legion is even out yet. So I'm not sure. Oh, it's almost out. I'm not sure why why people are why people are already allowed to review it, but whatever. Review. So check out the reviews. Let me see when it comes out. Oh, it came out yesterday. Okay. It came out yesterday. Yeah, apparently. Wow. So regardless, I'm not gonna get into user reviews because it's being review bombed right now. I don't know why, but the average score is it's a 73 on Metacritic for the critics. So it's it's okay. It's fine. It's not it's not offensive, but it's not, you know, spectacular. Um So I'm gonna find some of the reviews that go along that thought process. Okay. So a review by Gameblog says Watch Dogs Legion is a pleasant game with some interesting ideas. The fact that you can play as literally anybody in London feels great and offers a lot of opportunities. Too bad, though, that it is not very solid technically and that some mechanics are too similar to those of previous episodes and too similar to Assassin's Creed. Wow. So messed it up. No, people... There's, <laughs> there's a big problem, in my opinion, a lot of people have, and that is that people perceive a 70 as a bad score for a game. A 70 means that the game is fine. That the game is not horrible, but it is not the best shit ever, right? A 60, (laughs) bless you, a 60, I'd argue, is still an okay game. It's when you get lower than that, then... It's basic math, y'all. If 50% of the game sucks, that's half of your fucking time with the game. Yeah, that's a shitty game. Um, A 50, right? If 70%... Of your game is good and only 30% of the game sucks like yeah it'd be nice if that 30% could be better but that's still 70% of your time with the game is good is a good experience it might come from the fact that in some places like if you don't have a like from school like a school assignment if you get below a 70 it's not good but if you have a 70 or above maybe I just I don't know, that seems weird, because even some people get up in arms about 80s when they're dished out. Really? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of reviews that are talking about how Watch Dogs Legion has um, finally found a niche for the series, finally found something to identify itself with, to set it apart. Um, And I'm seeing reviews that are... Most of the reviews, the consensus is that, yeah, this isn't bad. It's really up to you whether or not it's for you, it's certainly not bad, but 
you have to be willing for some to uh, to handle some drawbacks. The big drawbacks are the game is way too ambitious with what it does. Being able to play as literally anybody in London creates a lot of problems. I don't think I have to explain. I what will a, imagine. Right. I don't think I have to explain what a lot of those problems are. Some of the bigger ones are just like you know they obviously can't hire like three thousand voice actors, so they have to hire um instead of doing that they have to hire like you know maybe a hundred or a few hundred and then they have to alter their voices in way to in ways to create new characters and that's weird and then you start to notice that a lot of dialogue repeats and that a lot of quests repeat and a lot of different things that you do repeat and there's a lot of repetition and then suddenly oh this game's kind of boring so i don't know um I feel like making the game as narratively focused as it was was probably the biggest problem when it comes to the gameplay that it goes for, where you can play as anybody. I feel like if you're going to do something that intense, maybe cut back on the narrative quite a bit. But there, I'm hearing that there are lots of really cool scenarios that you can create for yourself that are completely dynamic to you and may not, and a lot of people may never see and experience. I've, I've read a lot of things about how uh, someone was playing it and he, there was this guard at this outpost who hated the faction that he's with, and, but his sister was a supporter of the faction. And so they got his sister to join the faction, but the fa um, they, he, while playing as the sister, he accidentally got killed and you can put on permadeath mode where the sister stays dead. Um, and now when the sister had joined that faction, the brother was starting to warm up to it, but now that the sister had died working with the faction, the brother wants nothing to do with them now. Like, that's a cool dynamic thing. That's neat. Yeah, that's cool. Because, you know, virtually nobody else will get that exact experience. And if they do, that's, like, astronomically low of a chance. But it'll probably happen, right? Uh, but you get my point. There are definitely... There are, in my opinion, for every, for every strength that game has... It, from the reviews that I've seen so far, for every strength the game has, there seems to be an equal, if not worse, weakness. And so it's up to you whether or not those weaknesses or those drawbacks are enough to deter you or if the gameplay sounds interesting enough to delve into it on your own. Um, a lot of the reviews that I watch personally for the, from the people that I trust to review shit, they just say wait for a sale. Don't don't buy into it at $60. Wait for it to be 40 30 And then that should be a safe purchase. So yeah. What do we think about that before we move into our last topic prior to questions and suggested topics? I... Like, I... I don't know. Nothing? Like, I don't really care about Watch Dogs. Yeah, I don't either, but I felt like it was a maybe interesting discussion to have regarding the game's scope. Um, okay. So, our last topic of the evening prior to questions and the other thing that we have yet to talk about is... Let me pull it up. Control Shadow released on Nintendo Switch. I definitely don't anticipate us staying on this topic for very long. We're not going to talk... I don't think we will. Unless we do. That'd be weird. But uh, I know one of us probably doesn't know what Control even is. That's fine. That's not really what I want the discussion to go towards. But... Control is a game that came out last year, and out of nowhere, recently, it was released on the Nintendo Switch. Now, here's the thing. That is a game that definitely can't run on the Switch. 
There's no way you could get it to run on the Switch. Yeah, unless you did what The Witcher did to that extent where you like downgrade the graphical fidelity that egregiously. Um, but instead of porting it, what it is is actually you can play the game on Switch but by streaming it to your Switch the way you would with xCloud on your phone or Stadia. So, I think that's fine. Like, yeah, I think that's it. cool. Get more games on a platform that a lot of people have. Right. So that's that's the discussion I wanted to lean into. Do you guys think it would be cool instead of instead of buying into getting a game on your phone or getting a Stadia even and doing that kind of shit? Instead of that, playing them on a Switch because you already have a Switch. A lot of people already do. A lot of people are comfortable with the way those feel. Those are obviously going to be way bigger screens than your phone. Like, I would love that. Well, I don't have a Switch myself, but I've played on a Switch before many a time. And if I could stream a game to a Switch, and, like, I could play, like, these AAA titles or that right. kind of stuff on a Switch, that would be great. It would be really damn cool if you ask me. I don't know, man. It's very, very interesting. Well, yeah, what about you? Control. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool-looking game. I, it's kind of similar to the, the, the SCP. Oh my god! On, on the internet, on the internet, you know. I've played Control. It's fun. It's not the best thing ever, but it's fun. It's yeah. it, it does what it's set out to do. And there's the neat little Easter egg in in uh, Borderlands Three of the the refrigerator in Control. I yeah, guess. yeah. I do yeah. not like Borderlands Three though. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I know. I know. I'm literally in it, but I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Zane. That's still so crusty. I remember watching the trailer when they revealed him. I was like, oh, no. Why? And he's like the one with the power that nobody cares about. Right. I like how my, my name is getting more popular, though. That cracks me up. Um, I beat I beat you fuckers to it. Uh, Zane. <laughs> Zane from Ninjago. 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 Oh, my God. That, that was a good character. He was the best character in that show. He was the best character. He was a he damn was good character. to be. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers, Ninjago spoilers, God. Oh, oh damn, I spoiled season one for people. The end of season one when it's revealed that he's a robot, that was a big deal. You know, and that then you... Was, dude, when I saw that episode as a child, that blew my fucking mind. You were like, no. Oh, <laughs> oh God. But... Man, what was the newest season about ghosts? Don't, don't, I didn't, I don't didn't finish it. Don't spoil shit, bro. You never know. Um, definitely don't spoil who the green ninja was, bro. A lot of people want to know. <laughs> oh, I, I but wait, Zane, you spoiled that the green ninja exists. They already know that. That was already an established concept, boy. Bro, I know. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was a really odd derail. Shows how interesting <laughs> yeah. control is. But, yeah. So, I'm in a lot of shit. It's really weird. I'm in a band. Of... You are. You need to pick up voice acting, but only voice act characters that have the name of Zane. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine playing a Zane in Borderlands and it's got my voice? <laughs> like, doesn't he have an Australian accent? Does he? I yeah. don't remember. <laughs> good eye, <I> mate. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Alright, but yeah, I don't know. 
the control topic it was just weird it was more so going to be about like the whether or not you guys would be interested in um games being on the cloud on switch i definitely i definitely would be i think that's a really cool idea so i don't know all right are we ready to delve into what do we have up up next podcast topic suggestions awesome let me go over to that channel so this is the first time we've ever done this on the podcast. This is a new thing that we're going to be implementing um, because we are no longer doing topic voting because we've decided that we are just going to cover every topic every week because I keep saying because. Uh, because, but, because, because. Right. But we're doing that since we all feel that we have enough chemistry with each other to keep the conversation going, even if the topics aren't the most interesting things. And if they're really bad, we'll just skip them. You know, whatever. If we don't want to talk about it, I'm sure nobody wants to listen to it. Okay. Topic suggestions. So, this week, we only got one topic suggestion because it's new and I don't think people really understand what we're asking them to submit yet. But that's fine. Um, I think I'll explain again tonight or tomorrow for those who are, for those who participate in the podcast Discord. If you aren't in it, there's a link in the description. Feel free to join it. But, yeah. So hit us with any suggestions you may have and the first one we got first and uh first and only one of two i think the second one is a joke though so i don't know if we're going to talk about it that much <laughs> i'm going to shut up and just do it phasmophobia do do we even know what that is i know what it is i have not watched anyone play heard. it all right who knows the uh, most about watch it watch some gameplay yeah it's uh <laughs> It's like a online, no, not online, but like multiple people, like up to four players, I think, come together and they, they go into like a fucking ghost hunter sort of thing. Is it on Steam? To, uh, might be. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I know it's like, I think it's like $10 or something. I don't have money. So, uh, like a big part of the game is that it uses your microphone so when you're talking, the ghost can hear you. Like, you have to call up the ghost's name if you, you want to, like, summon it and stuff. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's really And then weird. that's, like, the only interesting part I, I see about it. Like, the rest is just kind of normal gameplay where you, like, have a list of things to do. And then you have the little book to tell you. And then each level, you have to figure out what the ghost type is. And there's, like, like 50 or 10 different ghost types. And, like, there's, like, a list of things that'll tell you what the type of ghost is, and then at the end of the thing, you don't even, like, hunt the ghost. You just kind of go in there, see what it does, like, get yourself killed, and then write on the book what type of ghost it is, and then you win the level. That's odd. Yeah. I know it's really, really popular right now. I know. I think Kat already has it. Um. Yeah, Kat's been playing it with her dad. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Well, I'd be interested in trying it um, with you guys. Julio, obviously, I'd just get you a copy. That's fine. It's $10. Um, I don't think it'll work on my computer. I don't, I don't know if it'll work on my computer. Well, let me look at minimum specs. You ready? <laughs> what? All right. Eight gigabytes of RAM. That's, you, that's you a lot of RAM. You have eight. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, NVIDIA GTX 970. So, how how old is your laptop? Do you know what year? Well, we bought it last year, so it's around that uh, old. It, brand uh, new. You got it last year brand new? 
Yes. You did. But it broke, and so we had to get it repaired, but I don't know if it's if it's still messed up from that one time. Well, that's not going to change the... That's not going <sighs> to change the... Uh, yeah, you get, you get me. That's not going to change, like, what the GPU is. Okay, so... Yeah, you just need an internet connection, a GTX 970 at least, Intel Core i5, you know, and if, if, you're, if your computer has anything less than an i5, then that would shock me. Um, oh. Okay, you can probably run it. <laughs> Actually, why don't I just cross-reference right. it with CSGO real quick to help you. Uh, CSGO barely runs. <laughs> but it still runs enough for you to play it with us, CSGO. Yeah. Occasionally, like, you know, everything lag, and then I can't... But that's your internet. That's not your specs. No. Oh, wow. CSGO does not require near as much. Wow. I did not realize CSGO required so little. Wow. Holy shit. That's weird. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Uh, maybe, I don't know if it'll run on your computer then. We'll talk about it more later. But if we decide that that's something that we'd want to try together, I'll, I'll definitely get it for you, Julio. Uh, but yeah, gamer. <laughs> your cat, oh my god. He on X Games. Just attacking, <laughs> attacking your hair. Holy shit. Go off. Uh, alright. But yeah, Phasmophobia. None of us have played it, cat. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's a topic. I don't know. All right. It's a thing. Our, our other suggested topic was... Uh, what do you think about my new headlights? That's a question. <laughs> All right. I'm, sh I'm sure they're cool, man. You're, I'm glad you got new headlights. Y'all say something about his headlights. My headlights are hot wired together, so they're probably better than mine. Wow. Julio? Well, okay, I don't drive. care about your headlights. Understandable, Julio. Okay. So, our last topic. Can we pause before questions and my food is here? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. We will be right back, you guys. Okay, actually, Julio, let's continue it. What do we, what do we want to talk Whoa. about? Let's talk about uh, things. I can still stuff. hear you. All right. We're not trying to hide it from you. Um. Okay. I'm doing that. Uh. Okay, Julio, should I... For dinner, should I make pizza or Frito chili pie? Frito chili pie. What if I did both? Frito chili pie on top of pizza. Whoa! I don't know. That's my, that. I might. That might. We're not, we're, <laughs> that might. That might make me too powerful, dude. I don't know if that's a good idea. That might give you like extra cartilage. It'll. It'll turn me into like an inconceivable horror. <laughs> Yeah. No, an incomprehensible one horror. <laughs> God dang. I'm not one pimple away from being that fucking ugly. Christ, will you? Oh. No, I'm saying getting one more pimple will be ugly. Wow. I got some pimples, too, from somewhere. That's cruel, Julio. That's cruel. Yeah, I just rub it off, and then I'm hot again. So I'm going to take it that you like Frito Chili Pie more than you like pizza. Yeah, I remember Frito Chili Pie. I always got it when I was down at the the, the pool. I love the it. one down here. Yeah. yeah. I know I got made fun of at a flea market one time for ordering Frito Chili Pie. Like, I I walked up, and the, the cashier, he was like, don't you mean Frito Pie? 
I'm like, sure, dude. Just... Oh, Frito Pie. That's what it's called. Yeah. The way you say it makes sense. Like, it's just Frito Chili. Right, like, they call it that in kinda, Oklahoma. Kind of. Like, you know, they call it that where I grew up. Oklahoma, sadly. Uh, but, you know, Frito Chili Pie. So, shit, dog, I don't know. I think I'm lagging. They can't hear me. But for some reason, to continue the discussion <laughs> while it lags, for some reason... Frito chili pie is what it's called in Oklahoma, but I keep saying for some reason, for some reason, that is not what it's called here in Texas. When I moved here, I got made fun of a little bit for it. I was like, what? Okay. I mean, I guess that's fine. Not sure why there's such a substantial difference. I don't know. Uh, Julio is lagging out currently. So now I have to continue. Yes. So (laughs) now I have to continue the discussion with Angel without Julio. Frito chili pie is disgusting. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Okay. 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 Uh, Wait. So rather than just your opinions, Frito chili pie, um, it's apparently down here. It's called Frito pie. I got made fun of at a flea market for calling it Frito chili pie. You told me about this. I thought I, I did. Get it. Like, I know there's a bunch of different like terms for different foods, but like, why would you make fun of someone for adding one extra word? Oh, I'm not like offended that he made fun of me. It was funny to me. Um, but they gave him honey mustard. Oh shit! Damn, they out here giving you hella honey mustard. Oh no, Julio! <laughs> Aw, uh, let me let him know to join on his phone. Uh. Real quick, join on your phone. We'll return when Julio comes back. Just a moment, y'all. What What do you... Okay, Julio has returned. Frito pie. What about it? Yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't know. What do people think that you get cherry-flavored Frito pie or something? If you, if you don't... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to specify it's chewy. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> okay. I think we're ready to move into questions and then wrap up the podcast for the evening. Uh, yeah. Okay. I disconnected my webcam like a little shit. <laughs> right. Angel, if you would you go ahead like... and pull up Instagram while I go over the Discord questions. No, got any? No Instagram. We got we got to put those polls up. Like at a we got to figure out a time oh. when people are checking it. Okay. I like how people, so the Oblivious podcast liked one of my posts. They like three of your posts. <laughs> Oh, they did? I just got a message for one. <laughs> okay. So, well, then this topic is going to go by pretty quick, the questions. So, this is the most Reddit question I've ever gotten. Um, the most Redditor question I've ever gotten on the podcast. What do you prefer, Among Us or Fall Guys? Do I really have to... Is Do I really need to answer that? Do any of us really need to answer that? Among I mean, us. I like Among Us. Yeah, nothing against Fall Guys, but Among Us is way more fun. Fall Guys, like fall. fall Guys' appeal Guys. is that it's infuriating. And I'm not crazy about games like that. I'm not an elitist who's like, oh, I beat Dark Souls with my dick tied in a rope. Like, it's not... It, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Among Us. <laughs> it, it, we just... We all prefer it. I, Among Us is pretty fun. But also, that's a very Redditor question of you to ask, Cat. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Redditor, Cat? Redditor cat, Redditor cat. Reddit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, Redditor cat time. 
Uh, okay, and then she asks, do I win best question of the week for that question? No, you win worst question of the week. Uh, but it was also the only question, so it's both the worst and best question of the week. Really? That was it? That was the only question this week? Yeah, we don't get enough engagement. Like, I don't know if we just don't harass people enough. Uh, um, it's We're still... Uh, we're obviously, it goes without saying, we're obviously still a very small podcast, which is fine. I'm not stressing about that. But that is not fine. It would be nice if the people that we got in that Discord would engage a tad tiny bit more, you know? Uh, It'd be nice if all all 28 of these people that are offline, except my sister. And the seven that are online. I know she's definitely not going to get it. Yeah, the seven that are online. Like you which, fuckers, which don't do anything. Still. Submit some damn question. Well, honestly, we gotta harass them like all week, all week. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like every day, we gotta remind them. Submit your fucking questions. Like we need to make a new channel called like Submit Question Reminder. Like <laughs> that'd be fun. I can do it. I can set the box to ping them every single fucking day. We'll think about it. Um, but with that, while the new topic. The new topic format that I've introduced was a little underwhelming this week. Hopefully next week it picks up a little bit, but that's fine with that. There are, for all of us on Spotify who aren't in the Discord, Join the there Discord, are probably several topics that Zane will put up, and people will vote for the more popular ones. Oh, no. And there are some topics that, like... Angel, remember, I we're cutting that. Um, I know. I'm telling them that's what was happening. Oh, yeah. And now it's like... Not now we're discovering all of it. Yeah, we were doing voting originally, but not enough people were voting all the time. Um, and we'd get like three votes, and it would just be it, it'd feel pointless. So I don't know. Um, again, this podcast is really small, and again, that's fine. I don't want it to be huge, I don't want there to be thousands of people listening, that'd be overwhelming. Uh, and honestly, if we start getting thousands of listeners, we're gonna start finishing it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hey, we're gonna finish it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit an episode milestone and then be done if we start getting that many listeners. Because I don't want to I don't want a spotlight on all of us that big. Uh, so yeah. Damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry, Julio. You know, I want to be famous. You know, like that Total Drama Island song. <laughs> okay, but with that, at exactly the one hour and one minute mark. We are going to wrap things up for episode 57 of the Oblivious Podcast. If you listen this far, thank you so much. We've already been talking the meadow with this, but thank you again. Uh, <laughs> you know, follow the Instagram, follow Twitter, join the Discord. If you think that you will frequently engage and you listen, join the Discord. It's it's worth it. We discuss a lot of shit on there, and you get an input on, on how these podcasts go. We listen to everybody. You can harass the hell out of Julio. And you can do that. No. But with that. You're not allowed to do that. With that, this has been episode 57 of the Oblivious Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you all next week.